Okay, welcome back to episode two. To those of you who came back, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm really nervous right now. Um, When I uploaded that first one, or I guess when I recorded it, I had genuinely like zero intention of actually posting it. I just kind of like, I got a mic and I just kind of was playing around with it and I wanted to see what the audio quality was like. And then I recorded it and then I was kind of just like, oh, I wonder how hard it is to actually upload a podcast to Spotify. Like what is the protocol for doing that? And so I literally just started messing around with it. And then pretty, pretty soon I'm like to the part that says like podcast name and cover art. And I'm like, I don't like I literally was not prepared. I had nothing prepared. This was not my plan. Um, So I was just sitting there and literally the first thing that came to my mind just like as a thought was I can't believe I'm really doing this. Um, So I honestly just kind of went with it. And I'm not going to lie, it's kind of grown on me. Just like it's it's dumb, but like I don't know, like I don't I don't want to focus too much on the name because I am the type of person where like if I had wanted to do this and I waited until I had like a good name for the podcast, I would have never done one like I literally would have never made it past the name stage um same thing with the cover art it's literally just the last good picture of me which naturally is like four months old um but yeah that's a name I'm gonna stick with it for now because I don't think it matters too much so much as like the actual content um but maybe down the road I will do a little rebrand um we'll see um other random like housekeeping thing Um, When I recorded the first episode, I fully thought that I was going to talk for like an hour. Like I was like, oh, naturally, like when I go through this, my list of books I read this month, it's going to take me like an hour. Um, It only took me 25 minutes and I'm not sure how long today's topic is going to take. Like I think it's going to be longer, uh, but it might end up being like just that short as well. And if my episodes end up being pretty short, like 25 to 30-ish minutes, then I think as of right now, my plan is to upload twice a week. Um, So I'm thinking just like maybe Sundays and Thursdays. Um, And then to the extent later that maybe they start getting longer, like if I can get closer to like 50 minutes to an hour, then I think I would go for weekly uploads instead. So I'm actually recording this episode in parts. And that's not ideal, and that wasn't my plan. But as I was recording, like, the last snippet, because I had to make a cut, I was talking for about 15 minutes, and then I realized, looking back at the recording, that my mic had died literally two minutes in. So I'm basically re-recording the actual, like, main part of the episode. But I didn't quite love it the first time, so... Hey, everything happens for a reason. Here we are. Um, but just kind of want to give you guys a breakdown of like what I'm what I'm thinking for the kind of agenda of the episode. Um, I'm going to start by just kind of giving you guys my interpretation of the concepts of romanticizing your life and healing your inner child. Um, and then I'm going to talk a little bit more in detail, I guess, about why... I need to heal my inner child or kind of like the specific part that I think is being healed in relation to the concept of romanticizing my life. And then at the end, I will give some kind of just random examples of things that I personally have been doing 
that I think have like allowed me to romanticize my life and also kind of simultaneously heal my inner child in some ways. So just kind of starting out with romanticizing your life or romanticizing my life. I think that I first probably saw the concept on TikTok, of course. Um, I think it kind of got popular during COVID, specifically during quarantine. And I think that that was probably because during that time when everything shut down, I think people started to kind of realize that the way that we were living just really wasn't that sustainable and like it was kind of insane. And then you have all these people like kind of finally in their lives like starting to slow down because they had no choice and you know suddenly everyone's like picking up all these hobbies and painting and doing puzzles and all this stuff um and so I feel like that's kind of like when it really started to become this big thing or at least I felt like I started to like see it and it was something that was kind of like in my circle I guess um but so to me when I think of the concept of romanticizing your life, um, I think of like just focusing on and appreciating the small, seemingly inconsequential moments instead of just focusing on like the big picture or just like living for big milestone moments or just kind of only living like big moment to big moment. And I think it just, yeah, like just kind of going back and focusing on the small, more mundane aspects of life and kind of maybe celebrating the small moments and making each small moment almost feel like a big moment, if that makes sense. Um, and for healing your inner child, um, I also want to clarify or like just put out a disclaimer that I'm, I realize that healing your inner child is a very complicated thing. I think that, that it's very multifaceted. There's like more traumatic aspects and healing your inner child it looks different for everyone and so I'm not trying to like paint like an overly flowery picture of what that means um, because like myself included there are aspects of healing my inner child that are not very fun and that I haven't even gotten to and that I don't know when I'm going to get to uh, so I'm just kind of referring to like one specific aspect of how I need to heal my inner child that actually relates pretty closely to romanticizing my life. So I'm going to kind of get into explaining that. Uh, but so basically, I feel like for me, um, and this is only something that I really started to gather more recently, but I feel like growing up, love and kind of unconditional love was something that was like put on the back burner. And I don't think that that was necessarily intentional, but I feel like growing up with like immigrant parents and being a first generation uh, kid, your parents are so focused on like putting a roof over your head and putting clothes on your back that they don't sometimes have the luxury of like just having time to like love you or be like, hey, like, you know, like to spend time with you and to just literally love you for being their kid. And I feel like growing up, like a lot of the love that I received was very conditional in the sense that like if I did something right or if I was like doing well in school, then you're getting you're receiving like this quote unquote love and praise. But you if that wasn't the case, like you weren't necessarily going to receive it just for no reason, like randomly or anything like that. And so I feel like for me now, like I've come to realize that my childhood was kind of lacking 
in unconditional love. And now that that is something that I am able to recognize and like kind of put my finger on and be like, yeah, like I didn't get that and I feel like I needed that. I'm trying to make more of an effort to do that for myself now. So for me, um, when I say, you know, healing my inner child in the way that it relates to romanticizing my life, I'm, I'm literally just referring to like showing myself unconditional love and allowing myself to experience like small joys, especially those that maybe society kind of views as being reserved for like kids or maybe they seem childish and we're kind of expected to like grow out of certain things. But I feel like part of healing my inner child is like now giving myself some of those experiences that I feel like I didn't get to have growing up or like things that were frowned upon growing up that I didn't get to experience, like allowing myself the joy of experiencing some of those things now. And like for a lot of them, which like I'll get into in like a few minutes, um, we just, I think they just carry a little bit of a stigma of like, okay, like, well, we're adults now, like that's like childish. Who's going to do that now? Like that's kind of silly. And I feel like silly is a good word for it. Like I don't think people would necessarily think that these things are dumb, but like you can tell that people think they're a little silly, right? And like part of that, right, as an example is like, certain hobbies that maybe if a kid has a certain hobby you're like oh my gosh that's so cool and you're like kind and encouraging but like if an adult was like yeah this is my hobby certain people would kind of like laugh or be like "Mm, like like that seems a little childish you know what I mean um but then I feel like something that I'm trying to like constantly remind myself and also kind of remind the people around me is that like that is literally just a societal interpretation and like there's nothing to say that certain things are childish and are not right like why are certain hobbies childish right and as, as an example like kids like to paint but like as an adult why can't i paint and just suck at it like what like it's somehow the older we get our hobbies are only valid if we're good at them or if we're like able to produce revenue or just like in some way produce tangible results from them and I don't know like where you know along the lines as a society like we got to that point but I feel like that's something that we really have to kind of stay away from and and backtrack and be like that's not true like hobbies are literally just meant to be enjoyable and so if you like doing something it doesn't matter how much you suck at it but if you like doing it that's literally all that matters Um, and then in a similar vein like going back to the concept of romanticizing my life. Um, Growing up and like even now, my mom has always had like this kind of view. And I don't, I don't think it's one of those things that even she would like openly realize, but um, she's kind of always had this view where like you only really should do like not even the bare minimum, but like you should just do whatever you need to do. And like beyond that, you shouldn't like be extra or you shouldn't like go out of your way to do things that aren't completely necessary and like to give a random example because I was like trying to think in the car of like how I could kind of explain that better like if I told my mom that I was going to read a book in my room she would be like okay great amazing like you go do that right but if I was like oh I'm gonna like I'm getting together like a picnic blanket and like a few snacks and I'm going to go to the park and I'm going to read my book like sitting on the grass 
she would probably look at me and like laugh and be like that's that's so dumb like why would you do that right because to her the idea of like going out of my way to do something that I don't need to do like she can't she wouldn't be able to wrap her head around that like she'd be like you're being silly like you're being dumb you're being silly there's no reason to do that and so I feel like that kind of concept was was like constantly or like repeatedly ingrained in me and again I didn't realize that and I don't think my mom realized that or like the adults around me in my life at that time and so now like I've I've started to pick it I've started to realize it and I think it took being around people who did not grow up like that and like seeing them do things just for fun and being around people who were just wanted to do things for fun and like kind of having them rub off on me where I really started to be like, why am I not doing this, right? Like, why can't I go read at the park because I want to read at the park? Or why can't I, you know, go get a dessert and like sit outside and enjoy a dessert um, like without having like an actual quote unquote real reason for wanting to do so? Um, And so that's like something that I'm like actively trying to kind of rewire my brain um, to like not immediately go there because I know that even still like I'm a lot better about it than I am than I was before but even still sometimes like when people like will suggest things like kind of random like spontaneous like should we just go do this or like should we go you know whatever like sometimes like my immediate knee-jerk reaction is still to be like no why would we do that that's so dumb right like that's such a waste of time or that's such a you know waste of money or whatever and like I have to stop myself and be like why do I think like that right because it's not true and like especially now and you know having been able to I don't even want to say improve my mental health, but just like experience so many happy memories by romanticizing my life and like kind of going out of my way to do things that I wouldn't have normally done. I I can see the positive effects of it and like the benefits. So like now I don't feel like that where I'm like, like, why would you do that? That's such a waste of time or like you don't get anything out of it because you really do, right? Like at the end of the day, doing random extra things for no reason, like that is what makes life more bearable that is what gives you stuff to look forward to and that is kind of ultimately what keeps us going um and if we're constantly like denying ourselves the pleasure and like the just like happiness of like small inconsequential inconsequential things like ultimately like that's only going to lead to us being miserable um so just getting into I guess some examples because I feel like it'll kind of help clarify or like drive home what I'm trying to say um but just some examples of things that I've been doing to romanticize my life slash heal my inner child um one would just be being more open about wanting to learn new things and explore new hobbies I already kind of touched on this before when I was talking about like the stigmas associated with like certain hobbies being like childish and looked down upon or like society just kind of viewing like less quote-unquote productive hobbies less favorably than like hobbies that maybe you can earn revenue from or just like that obsession with like turning your hobbies into a side hustle but like I feel like lately I've been trying to push myself and I've just tried to take a more carefree approach to being like 
if I want to try something, like, I'm just going to try it. And, like, if I suck, I suck. You know what I mean? Like, it's really not that serious. Or, like, for me, my biggest hobby recently that I, like, really only recently discovered was reading. And, like, I love reading. I love watching people talk about books that they're reading. Like, I love talking to people about the books that I'm reading. And, like, there's all these things associated with reading that I really enjoy And, like, none of them are necessarily productive, right? Like, if anything, if you're going to take the, like, societal interpretation, like, yeah, like, I'm just wasting money on books that I don't need. Um, But, like, it's bringing me a lot of joy and, like, it brings me a reprieve and I get to, like, escape reality for a bit and read a book and, like, connect to the characters and it's, like, such an emotional experience sometimes. But, like, not being afraid to like certain things you know um other other hobbies like I feel like lately I've just been like I said adopting just much more of like a carefree mindset where it's like I just randomly see stuff and if I want to do it I kind of just send it like I don't know why but recently I randomly got the the desire to be like you know what like I want to learn how to bake like I want to be like good at decorating cakes and I just ordered a bunch of shit on Amazon and like I did not need it And who knows if I'm going to follow through with it. But like, if I do, like, it's fun, right? And if I suck, I suck. But if I, if I'm able to get some sort of like mental break and just enjoy some downtime while trying to decorate a cake, then like no harm done, in my opinion. Um, I kind of want to learn how to crochet too, which is also random, but it just seems cute. So sue me. Um, (laughs) But other... Other things, um, I would say I've been trying to make more of an effort to make more plans with people. I feel like we, in terms of like this kind of relates to just focusing on like big picture milestone events, but I feel like it's important to try to make plans with people and maintain relationships and not just focus on like a, oh, like you just got promoted. We should get dinner. It's your birthday. We should get dinner. Like obviously you should celebrate your accomplishments and yeah, you should get dinner for things like that. But at the same time, like sometimes you should just get dinner just to get dinner. You know what I mean? Like I just feel like, especially lately, I've realized how important it is for me to like just spend time with people that I care about. And even though I'm personally largely introverted, like sometimes being around the right people does help me recharge. And like, There is literally something so powerful about a cute little dinner, cute little drink, split some apps, maybe get a main and like topping it off with a dessert. Like that is such a healing experience. I don't care what anyone says. That is such a healing experience. And like kind of related to that, I feel like just learning to slow down. Like I cannot emphasize how much I have enjoyed lately like just a few random kind of things that I've been a part of where like we're getting dinner and like we're sitting there for a while right like obviously you're not going to do it every time you hang out but like why are we always in such a rush to like okay we just we got the food let's eat really fast and then let's get the bill and let's get the hell out of here like why you know what I mean like being able to sometimes just sit there and like be in an unrushed setting and like just chill hang out maybe order apps chill talk some more order dinner later like 
I just feel like that's so important sometimes to just be able to like sit and like wholeheartedly give yourself to a moment instead of constantly being like, okay, what's next? Okay, what's next? Okay, what's next? Um, and then kind of also related to that, these are all kind of like along the same lines, um, is learning to celebrate everything. Um, this kind of applies to what I was already saying about like the promotions and the birthdays and whatever, but like I feel like in terms of holidays specifically, there's like this idea of like certain holidays just kind of being for kids or like, you know, we make such an effort nowadays, especially like everyone I know that are parents, you guys do such a good job of like making holidays fun for your kids and making them memorable and making sure that your kids are like making all these memories that they're going to get to look back on when they're older. But like, why are we not doing the same thing for ourselves? You know what I mean? Like, I remember even like over the last like few years or so, like talking to like my friends or my cousins and being like, Christmas doesn't feel the same anymore. Like it felt so much more fun when we were a kid and like it doesn't even feel like Christmas right now or whatever. But like it, those things don't happen on their own. You know what I mean? And that is obviously kind of an unfortunate thing about growing up that like when you're a kid, everything is kind of designed for you, right? Like the holiday is set up for you. Your, your, like your cousin's parents bring your cousins over and like, et cetera. Like you don't have to worry about every, anything. Like everything is just kind of there for you versus when we're the adults, we have to be the ones creating those environments. And like, I know that that takes like mental power and like resources and time, etc. But like, it is so much fun to celebrate things. And I feel like in the long run, you are so much more happier for it. Like, I can't tell you how many gift exchanges I was a part of this year for Christmas. And like, obviously, it's kind of hard to look for gifts. But like, it is so much fun to be around the people you care about and to exchange gifts and to just have a good time and like the gifts don't have to be expensive you don't even have to exchange gifts but like just having a party and being together is so much fun right galentines i feel like only it's only recently that like i've like started to kind of participate in this kind of stuff more but like it's literally so fun to just do something right it doesn't have to be big but it gives you something to look forward to um and like i have a joke that like i've been i keep saying to my like friends and my cousins like i keep asking everyone like what we're doing for saint patrick's day and like obviously that's i'm being dumb and like we're like what well, i don't know what we would do for saint patrick's day but like the my the idea is there that like if it's an excuse for us to get together and like have good food and laugh and like have a good time and recharge then why the hell not right why not celebrate saint patrick's day and and all like whatever other holiday in between or like why not make our own holidays and like you know like pick random times in the year to just get together and celebrate like i just think we should be doing more of that um another um unrelated one of like something that i've been doing that i think has helped me romanticize my life um is keeping a gratitude journal i don't keep a physical one although I really want to because I'm just a sucker for journals like if it looks cute I will buy it I'm never gonna use it but I will buy it um, but I've been using an app on my phone it's called the five minute journal I think or the five minute gratitude journal 
and I do it every single morning and I surprisingly have been like really consistent with it. I've been doing it for like at least like six months consecutively, I would say. And over time, I think it really has helped me to just shift into having a more grateful mindset. And I kind of like that it just helps me start my day on a more positive note. Um, And like, instead of just like waking up and kind of immediately like just feeling like complaining and annoyed and whatever, like, if I like, I feel like I am more likely to remember things I'm grateful for because I'm constantly doing this exercise. And like, in the interest of full disclosure, like sometimes like my answers of like what I'm grateful for, because it asks you for three things. Sometimes I'm like, you know, fake deep. And I'm like, I'm so grateful to have a roof over my head and like, etc, etc. And sometimes I literally am like, I'm so grateful for my heated blanket and this donut that I'm eating right now. Like it, it doesn't even have to be that deep, you know, but like, it helps me be in a better mindset. And like, it helps it's slowly over time I feel like the grateful mindset is becoming more of my default as opposed to the like negative complaining mindset so I feel like that has really helped me um another one that I think I've only recently kind of started doing but I think has made me a lot kind of happier of a person is not saving things for like quote-unquote special occasions Um, I used to be really bad about this. Like, I would just keep things for no reason. Just hoard them. Like, if I would get new pens, I would be, like, so scared that they were going to run out of ink that I would never use them. Like, I would keep them in a drawer. And then, like, a year later, I would try to use them and they would be out of ink because the ink would have dried up. Or, like, so many candles that, like, I loved the smell, but I was too, like, scared to burn it because I didn't want to finish the candle. Um, or like perfumes in certain scents and like not wanting them to like be gone too fast so you never use them but like there's no point in collecting these things if you're not going to use them because the joy comes from actually using them you know so I feel like I I have been a lot better about this and it has made my life I guess so much happier where it's like Sometimes I come home and I just light a candle. Like, I don't have a reason to light one, but it kind of makes my day better. Or, like, sometimes at work, I write with colored pens. And, like, honestly, if I want to write with, like, a purple pen, sue me. Um, Like, it just makes me a little bit happier. It makes my day a little bit more pleasant. And what's the harm in that? Um, Another random thing that I feel like kind of relates to, like, just having the more positive mindset and... I guess just being less negative um, is I've been trying to make it a goal to just compliment people a little bit more frequently. Um, And it's not necessarily that I'm like going out of my way to like forcefully compliment someone. Like if I'm not thinking of one to be like, okay, shit, what can I compliment? But like if a compliment comes to my mind, like if I see someone in my mind, I'm like, hey, I really like that jacket to say what I'm thinking, right? And because like that's one of those things where it's like, why would you hold that in when it would have a positive effect on someone else, you know? So like if I, yeah, like if I think, if I think something nice about someone, I tell them because I feel like for me, like if somebody compliments me, like I genuinely, it's not making my day, it's making my, my week. Like I'm thinking about that for three to five business days. And I feel like it's such an easy thing to do. And 
when you compliment someone, they're probably more likely to compliment someone else, you know, and it just fosters like a more loving and nurturing environment around you. Um, and I feel like that just kind of relates back to the thing about like, yeah, like if you think about it, some of these things are just like extraneous, like they're not strictly necessary to live your life. And yet they make our lives so much better, right? Like they make life more fun, more bearable, more pleasant. And like these really are the little things that keep us going. Um, and I just, okay, I just have a few more random ones. I feel like I, like, went on a few tangents, so I'm not even sure how, like, relevant some of the stuff I've said is. Um, the other day, I got a paper cut, and it was, like, surprisingly deep, and we didn't have any band-aids. And so, I literally went to Target, and I bought some princess band-aids. And, like, am I an adult? Yeah, sure, arguably, but what is the harm in me having a princess band-aid? You know what I mean? Like I had Rapunzel on my finger and I looked at it at least once in the day and I kind of giggled a little to myself. And like that is enough for me. Like that to me is healing my inner child because I feel like growing up, my mom never bought me any damn princess band-aids. Like they were the regular brown band-aids. And I feel like by buying the princess ones, I was like giving back to myself, like my small inner child something that she didn't get to experience and I feel like it's really that simple um other random things uh listening to specific Spotify playlists for certain like activities or moments in your life I feel like is so underrated like if I'm gonna go on a walk sometimes I'll find like a random like POV you're walking through an enchanted forest vibes or like some shit like that and, like, suddenly I'm in a damn movie on this wall. Okay, literally just, like, two more really small ones. Um, posting more on socials without t- thinking too much about what I'm posting or, like, whether what I'm posting is cute or aesthetic or whatever. Um, I feel like, obviously, granted for me, like, I just I post on my close friend story a lot and I don't really, like, regular post that much. But, like, my close friend story... I post whatever the fuck I want. Like, I don't think about, like, what I'm posting or if I should post it. And, like, sometimes it's fun just to, like, have fun with the stories and, like, kind of do the most and, like, put filters and do, like, interesting text and, like, you know, like, shit that you see on TikTok about, like, stuff to make your Instagram stories prettier or whatever. And, like, someone could look at it and think that you're doing the most and maybe you are. Like, if you enjoy that process of, like, taking an aesthetic picture, finding an aesthetic picture, putting a cute filter and like putting the text a certain way or whatever, then like if it adds like a little bit of positivity or like brightness to your day, then like embrace that, you know? Um, And then the last one might be just be specific to me, but like the other day I was going through a bad, I was like having a bad day. I kind of just woke up and knew I was having a bad day. And I bought myself a new, like, a new water cup that I saw at Starbucks, and my day was amazing from that point forward. Like, I single-handedly turned my day around with that one purchase. And, like, I don't know, just being able to switch your water bottle instead of having the same one every single day and, like, being able to switch it out sometimes is just such a cute little fun, cute, girly little thing, you know? Um, But I don't know. Those are some examples of ways that I've been like trying to romanticize my life a little more and like 
and some of those I know you can't probably see them in all of those things but like some of those kind of relate to healing my inner child because I know that like a lot of the stuff that I do now just for fun or just to like you know be cute or whatever like I never was allowed to do growing up or my mom would have been like that's a waste of money or that's this or that's that like that's dumb it's frivolous but like to the extent that I'm able to do those things now and just kind of like give myself a happy little memory now that I didn't get to make when I was younger like that is healing in some way for me like I feel a lot better I feel happier and I feel more fulfilled now than I did before um, and to me, that is enough. And I feel like that is literally all it's about. Um, but yeah, that is that is me talking about romanticizing my life and healing my inner child. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I don't know how much sense I made. There were like a few moments where when I was talking in my head, I was like, what the fuck is this bitch saying right now? Like, I, I don't know if this was a good episode. Um, I'm going to listen to it back, so hopefully, fingers crossed, it is, and I don't have to record it, like, a fourth time. Um, but thank you guys for listening, if you made it this far. Um, thank you guys for supporting me, and, like, to the people that messaged me and, and said supportive things, and, like, a few people said that I had a nice podcast voice, like, I'm literally going to cry myself to sleep out of happiness, so thank you, like, that literally like I said, you made my week with that. Like, I'm not going to be able to stop thinking about it. Um, so thank you guys. And please look forward to the next episode. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but hopefully it's something that you guys like. And I don't know, I'm excited for what's to come. So thanks for listening.